Hello, my conscious soul. This is Jay Wynn. Welcome to the Conscious Chess Podcast, where we bring inspiring individuals living purposeful lives in the hope of inspiring you to be your best authentic self. This is episode number one with Shannon Pereira. Shannon is a transformation coach and a founder of Enlighten Up Coaching by Three Good Deeds Today. Her dream is to help people empower themselves and others, blasting through opposition and pay forward. H1, reach one. Feel magic, believe in the miracle of life again, and help people heal themselves through alternative therapies using their own innate power. You can find Shannon on Facebook or Instagram and at and underscore lighten underscore app underscore coach you can also find the details in the description of the podcast in this episode we discuss how to tap into our intuitions how to find our limiting beliefs and reprogram our subconscious mind and how to find inspirations in the mundane here's my interview with shannon Whatever question you have. Yeah, so um, I wanted to ask questions about intuition. Like, how do you tap into your intuition? Is there any tips that you can share with other people to how to tap into their intuition? Well, well, again, like everybody's is an individual experience. But Mm -hmm. what I do think that we all have in common, you know, is uh, you cannot be disconnected from who you really are. And, and, um, I follow a lot of Abraham Hicks's teachings. If, if, I love you know, Abraham. Something it's amazing. Yeah. And I guess the people that will follow your, um, you know, conscious uh, podcasts are, are going to be know who that is too. But for those who, who don't, maybe like she teaches or Abraham teaches a lot about your higher self will never come down to your level of berating yourself or berating other people or, or not knowing who it, and what that spirit really is. And that's all of us and, and divine connection. But, when it, when we're talking about tapping into your intuition, it's really just about listening to what's already there, has always been there, will always be there, mm. and believing that you are. So when we start to say like, oh, no, I probably just made that up, or that's just a coincidence. That's right, like, because, yeah, that's mm-hmm. right, because I'm like, I've come across a thing like this as well. Like there are times that I'm like, this, it feels weird about it. It just doesn't align with me. Then I start to second guess myself, then ask myself questions like, is it my intuition or am I just insecure? And that's and when I go out of alignment. <laughs> you know you're in alignment when it's love, when you feel great. Anytime that you're feeling passionate, happy, that like stupid, happy, goofy, wonderful love, like just want to laugh, want to hug everyone, and you're not, you know, had eight glasses of wine and you really just like love, mm. that's your higher self. That's who you really are. So for example, I'm on this permaculture farm just because, and you know, I wanted to learn sustainability and I'm with these other wonderful humans, like 11 other humans. It's six in the morning. We're picking up horse shit or, mm-hmm. and cow shit and goat shit um, to use as fertilizer. And we're in the field in eight layers. The sun's coming up. There's horses running through these paddocks. There's cows everywhere. And just, you know, there's, earth under my feet and dirt under my nails and sun on my face and I'm picking up horse shit and I'm like I'm so fucking happy right now that's and really I know that back to the earth like that's just amazing sometimes we lost yeah. touch with the whole you know where we actually came from I think that's a big part of, of you know you asked how do you get back into your intuition is get back to who you are before all the doubts and before the people that you know 
might even be the people that you love the most that say like, oh, you shouldn't do that. You can't do that. It's not anyone trying to bring you down. It's try- they're trying to protect you out of love. But, mm-hmm. but your intuition always knows you're going to be okay, is always sending you massive amounts of love and, and being what we really are. And they're never going to drop down a level. So if you feel you know, bad or sad or negative about something, you're just, that's a good sign to know you're out of alignment. So don't, don't hate on it. Just be like, okay, cool. I'm out of alignment. What do I know about myself that can bring me back in alignment? Okay. Well, I know that I'm love. I know that. Uh, and then just tell yourself all the things that you know that you are that uplift you. And if it, if it means you have to start really small, just like I can smile. I have, I have beautiful friends and family. I'm so lucky to live in the country that I live in. I'm so lucky to, to have food in my belly. I'm so lucky to, to whatever it is. For yeah, you, so we got to bring has, it back to mm-hmm. gratefulness. So we have to, you know, think of um, yeah. a little thing that we're grateful for. Yeah, and, and that's the key to everything. Like gratitude is the signature of already having. So when we're talking about law of attraction, and this is, you know, law of attraction 101, I'm not saying anything that, that your followers won't already know, but mm-hmm. just as a reminder and, and how it gets back to quantum physics is observing the, where the, you want the electron to be. Mm-hmm. So being grateful for what you already have, even if you don't physically, tangibly have it, the electron, once you observe it there enough, it must the wave function collapses and then it is presented to you in the third, in this space time dimension, third dimension. Okay. So if we're grateful for something so, so, so much, like I'm so happy and grateful that, you know, I got to be on this podcast with my very good friend, Jay mm-hmm. Wynn, um, it's happening and it, it's, it's, it gives meaning to things. You can create your reality then when you yeah. understand the laws of the, the law of it. So really important. Yeah. So Dr. Joe Dispenza talked about it as well. So the first thing when we wake up in the morning, we don't get out of bed until we've already visualized a day of how we want the day to look like and feel that chemical in our body. And we yeah. don't get out of bed until we feel that. We have to act like as if already. And he's got a really good technique. Um, it's a, it's an app that people can download. It's okay. called mind move, mind movies. Mind so it's just movies? like we make okay. mind movies. So just like we have a vision board, but it's like a vision board on steroids. So you, you download images, say, um, of the house you want to live in, of, of, you know, not your Brad Pitt, but whatever, whoever, mm. whoever whatever mm. you want in your life, you know, your ideal career, your, like a your health, your wellness. Subliminal video. Kind of. So you just, yeah. you take these images and then you, you put them to a song that you have an emotional connection with that is positive, so wow. that doesn't necessarily have a lot of words to it. So say mine was, it was Enya, Caribbean Blue. Okay. And I had all, all these images. One was like of Pocahontas jumping off the, the waterfall. And it, the, and then over it, you write, you can write in affirmations. So for example, Pocahontas jumping into the waterfall says, I am so happy and grateful to have fun-filled adventures. And the song is playing in the background. And that's a song that for me releases the chemical of, of dopamine. It's enjoyable to me. I want to hear it more. Re- so releasing the happy chemicals, it's serotonin and then you're you're seeing the image that you want and you're you're projecting that and when you watch it you're watching it right when you get up in the morning when you're mm. still kind of in a, a theta brainwave state mm-hmm. and when you're in a theta brainwave state the doors to your subconscious are, are open because you're not wide awake you're not in beta you're not you're not telling yourself the can't why not have to must do gotta do this for my boss gotta blah 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 mm-hmm. you're just kind of in a dreamy wave and then you could also watch it again right before you fall asleep. Okay. Like 70, yeah, 75% of the things in my mind movie 
I've achieved now and I never Amazing. thought I possibly would. So that's yeah. like you're reprogramming your subconscious mind really. 100%. Yeah. And it works. Yeah. And do you um, have any advice on how do we find out our limiting beliefs? Excellent question. So I really wanted to know the answer to that too. But um, one of the best ways I heard it explained was, was through Abraham Hicks. And, and she said, like, like, if it's bothering you substantially, that's a limiting belief. If you think it's a subconsciously limiting belief, but you, it doesn't show up on the surface too much, it's not bothering you so much. So okay. limiting belief just means whenever you have a fear that it, it's so, so for example, I can't speak in public. That's a, a fear that is like more powerful to most humans than the fear of death. Like most people would rather die than speak in front of people, which is crazy. And, and that goes back to our herd brain. Whereas like we were so afraid to be ostracized from our community because if we were, then we'd be eaten by cyber tooth tigers or we wouldn't have a fire for the night. And it, like, being ostracized from our tribe meant mm -hmm. imminent death. So for example, if we thought that we looked so stupid that our tribe would ostracize us, we would rather just die than actually be ostracized. So a limiting belief that we've a lot of humans have carried down is like, I don't want to look stupid in front of other people. Mm. And so, so much so that it's, it's ingrained into our collective conscious. And it's a limiting belief because we won't die when we don't have the same tribal primal mm -hmm. scenarios that we used to. So I would challenge those limiting beliefs. In 2018, I kind of decided, let's do as many things that scare the crap out of me just to see what's on the other side of them. Uh, because I know, you know, as we're taught, you don't grow in the comfort zone. Yeah, Stretch you yourself. Yeah. yeah, maneuver yourself. So I signed mm -hmm. up for Toastmasters. I signed up for Amazing. Uh, speaking in our public, in our, in our morning meetings. And this is, it's only there about 30 people in the morning meetings, but they have to be you know, somewhat inspiring. You're talking to people that are going to be selling a lot of things, blah, blah, blah. Giving yourself those challenges. It's like, it's not just who you are when you're doing the thing that scares you. It's the lead up. It's the build up. Like, oh my God, this is so scary. I'm not going to, I'm not sleeping. I'm shaking. But you do it anyways. You change your programming. So yes, when you tell, when, exactly. When you tell your body, I'm doing this thing that we have previously told ourselves that if you do this, you'll die. Mm -hmm. and you see that you don't die, it lessens the fear factor. Your body literally goes, oh, we didn't die. Oh, okay, well, maybe we can do that. And then it, it, it no longer is a fear. And I also learned, um, I, I made myself take this skydiving course and I was sitting in, like to pull my own cord. So to get mm -hmm. my skydiving license, it's nine, it's nine classes, but I was like, no, I'm just doing the first one. I just want to pull yeah, my yeah, cord. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. But so going up in the, in the, in the aircraft, you don't get out until you're at about 14,000 feet. Or, um, so looking at the people just doing tandem, uh, they didn't have to do anything. I remember being the person in the tandem, like, oh my God, everything <laughs> I've ever done. But I remember looking at them as the person now that has to like check my altimeter, horizon, out, in, go, check left, check right, like do all the actual things and know how to pull my, my chute, like check my, my five parameters to make sure I don't have to do an emergency, everything. Think looking at the person in the tandem, like, I wish I was them again. <laughs> like if, if you're scared of something do something way fucking scarier and that thing you're scared of no nah, you're not scared of it anymore you wish oh, you could wow. do it. so that's how you reprogram your limiting belief well, it, it worked for me yeah but also like you, you've got to be prepared to like i'm not gonna die and if i do it was meant to be this way so i know that's not for everyone yeah yeah but i just think I could get hit by a car or I could die, you know, saving a busload of puppies, whatever way it's meant to be. Like that's, 
the way that that's, I'm gonna go. that's an so, amazing mindset to have um to have actually i sort of had the same thought when i before i did my ayahuasca I remember yeah. to my friends about it and they were saying, are you sure? Like some people die from it, you know? And then I started, yeah. I started watching documentaries about it. I started researching more into it. Then I told myself, you know what? If it's my time, it's my time. But I feel like I- And really isn't that empowering? It. it is so yeah. empowering. I remember just like driving to the, to the place and I was shitting myself and I'm like, oh my God, like, yeah actually what am i doing I, what am i doing like am i actually gonna die i remember sending yeah. my best friend saying that hey this is where i am if you don't hear from me within the next two days you know where to where to come and find me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like and you know what like being on the other side of that now aren't you so proud of yourself and glad like i i took the red pill like i went down the rabbit hole and i am so much more more yeah if i did yeah, yeah and so it's not I'm, just about yeah so i was just gonna say like so much more than like i'm more than my fear you know i was like i didn't let that stop yeah, me yeah that's it and and i know it's so cliche the like the only thing to fear is fear itself but it, it really is and nothing has a meaning or a definition until you give it one so like that's you fine. can you can you can punch me and i can be like oh it hurts like what a cow or i can be like oh she's upset i wonder if she needs something you know, like everything only has a definition when I give it one. And if everything is like, if I just say it's okay, it's okay, mm. it, it is. And one of the things, um, one of the experiences I had, like I know I was really like it's a personal experience and you mm. go into things that like words don't exist for the things you experience there and entities and beings that you can communicate with. But one of the things that I, I, I can share was like, I didn't think I was going to get out of this kind of a trip, if you will. And it was exhausting and terrifying and it felt like it was eight years and the number eight years came into wow. my mind because it felt like i went into another place where like this was eight years of of like your time pain. Yeah. yeah wow and 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 but what it was it was um it was teaching me like if you want to be a coach or if you want to be a teacher you want to be helping people overcome their pain you have to know what they're going to overcome first you have to feel wow. what they're going to overcome first and i felt like i went through people like that were extremely unhealthy like um extremely obese and i felt their self-hatred i went into people that like were in abusive relationships and i felt their self-hatred i went into people who were letting themselves be abused and it was all like people like the feeling of not loving yourself and it wasn't mine mm. but i had to feel it in order you to come out of pain. it yeah and what the, me the medicine taught me then was like how are you going to get out of this and it didn't it didn't give me the answer. It was like, you do the work. You're going to do the work. Yeah. I'm bringing you here, but you do the work. And the thing that got me through that day was these two words, like, it's okay. It's okay. Wherever you are, you have to be okay with it. Even if you're in the most tremendous amount of pain, you have to be okay with it because you need a step in the quicksand to get out. And you need, and it needs to be like, wherever I am right now, I can change it. But if you're continuously creating a downward spiral with your mind yeah guess what you will continuously create a downward spiral with your mind so if i create like a, a step just a teeny little like crack in the rock where i can hold on to then i can create more and then i can move up and then i can grow from there but you have to be able to see and know i can and it starts with like it's okay and i'm okay and to get from there to like Fuck, I love myself. Like I love this yeah. life. I love this existence. I'm so grateful. And and it came kind of from this connection feeling source like source doesn't make mistakes. 
you're exactly where you're supposed to be. You're exactly experiencing what you need to experience to get to who I am within you. So what sort of message like can you send to the people say they don't even feel that they're okay? So they are stuck in that victim mode and say, you know, everything happens to me and you know, I, I always end up this way and um, I'm not good enough and that sort of messages. Yes. So I love this question because one, if you can just hold your perspective for a moment and realize that we created computers because they're so similar to how our brains work. So if you can see that that's not you, that's a program you've downloaded. Mm. And all you need to do is find the program, delete it, it's the virus, delete the virus and, and reprogram something new. So, you know, we know now about neural pro- pruning. So yeah. there's only a certain amount of glue in the brain to, to continuously redirect um, neural pathways. And the neural pathways that we saw over and over and over again, they're the strongest. They have the most amount of glue. So if you want to, like, say you've smoked for like 20 years and every day at this time you go to this space and you smoke your cigarette and you, you do that every single day, like that's a habit that is so firmly ingrained in your brain that, you know, you're, it's going to take a little bit more work than just like, I don't smoke today, so I never will smoke again. So what you need to do then is take that glue and put it into a new neural pathway and reburn mm. a new pathway. And then it will slowly prune away from that old one and you'll have developed a new one. So instead of going to smoke a cigarette, I'm going to go eat this baby carrot because it's still like a hand to mouth kind Mm -hmm. of thing. Your brain's still getting a similar hit of hand to mouth, just as an example of smoking and, um, and reprogram that every day. And then you can wean that into something else, but it's all a matter of understanding how our brains work, how our emotions work, how you work, because Mm -hmm. we're all a little bit different and not being a victim to your own story. You get to be, and I love saying this, like the wonderful thing about every single human is no one and not just humans, every single thing that exists, nothing else has that perspective. Not another single thing that exists can have your perspective. That is why you are truly unique. So having it's only one of you. Yeah. It's only one of you and you get, no one else can tell your story because no one experiences your story, yeah, but you. That's so right. So, so why not tell it as the victor and who gets to write the, the, the story is the guy who wins. And if you're like, do you want to write like, oh, I got victimized and I was bullied and that's why all these bad things happened to me. Or do you want to feel empowered and like, this mm-hmm. happened to me, this happened to me, this happened to me, but this is what I did about it. And this is why I'm better on this the what I got side. out of it. Yeah. And share yeah. that and be inspiring to other people so they can follow your same steps as well. Exactly. Like it's not about what happens to you. It's about what you do about what happens to you. Mm-hmm. And I, I love applying, there's, there's a lesson that I try to apply. And I, I think I said it to you earlier, like, it's not like if you can kind of pass the little test that life is giving you, and it's not about pass or fail. It's just about whether you need to repeat it or not. If I, if I, if I get it in the most compassionate way and see it as the lesson that it is, then I get to level up. I get to go to the next mm, level. That's, that's so it. true. Keep leveling up. Yeah. So um, what actually is inspiring right now? Like, is there anything that you're reading or? Everything is inspiring me right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like, like it's, it's so cheesy. Jay, How do you find like, inspiration in like everything? Like what sort of steps can you tell people that, you know, some sure. people say like they lack in inspirations, but so can you sort of share your yeah. knowledge on how do they find inspirations in any little things in life? Well, every, every day I do some, I, I have a grat- I have gratitude 
moments every day before I wake up, before I open my eyes, I'm like, I'm grateful for this, I'm grateful for this. Yeah, I didn't have to sleep, I have to go to the bathroom, whatever. But you still program yourself for it. And every single day, I, I do something called the daily dose, and it's on my Facebook. And you know what? It is for everyone, but it's really mm-hmm. for me. So when I'm going to look for what I want to put as a daily dose every day of something inspiring, it makes me a better person going to find these quotes and going to find, like, is it going to be um, Albert Einstein? Is it going to be Abraham Hicks? Is it going to be Dr. Joe Dispenza? Is it going to be Dr. Bruce Lipton? Is it going to be, you know, Wayne Dwyer? Is it going to be Mother Teresa? Is it going to be Gandhi? I mm-hmm. get to read all these inspiring things. And I, pro- I promised myself that I would put these up for other people. And we are so funny humans. We'd rather do things for others than for ourselves. That is so and right. Yeah, That's wonderful. But mm-hmm. that has helped a lot. Yeah. And also when you, you really, I think, find that alignment of just gratitude in everything, everything becomes inspiring. And working in this permaculture place, like I never thought, I love being out of my corporate box. And I was in a corporate role for six years and being in a permaculture farm and learning how things grow. And I know nothing really about it, but I'm learning. Planting a seed, knowing this conditions it takes for it to grow, knowing what doesn't help it, what does help it. It's really beneficial and has loads of metaphors for what we can apply to everyday life. Mm-hmm. And Everything is a teacher. Everything is inspiring if you choose to see it that way. So what made you, what made you do this shift, the shift in your mindset? Uh, I don't want this anymore. And this is what I like. So maybe if you can share a little bit of you, about your spiritual journey. Yeah. Well, this, I mean, the last four years have really been wow. eye-opening. And maybe, maybe three years. Like I, I took a, my first yoga teacher training um, in 2017 and I thought, okay, I just want like healthy flexibility. But then, you know, we got into the, the sutras, into the teachings, into the age old wisdoms that are, have been around for thousands and thousands of years. And that was so much more powerful to me than any kind of, you know, forward fold. Mm. And uh, it, it just was life changing. And from there, it kind of moved to what else don't I like, there's infiniteness that I don't know. But the shift for work is like, I don't really and I loved, I loved my job for a while. And I loved the company. And I'm so grateful for everything they've given me and mostly for the humans that have inspired me and and showed me like, you can be what you never thought you could be just believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. But aside from that, like, I don't want to sit at a desk anymore. Like, that's not my who I am. And I love helping people believe in themselves and empower themselves. And it's not going to be behind this desk. So um, that was the major shift. But then taking, you know, um, I quit my job because they I, they couldn't give me two months off to do a yoga teacher training in Thailand. Yeah, that's so, when you know, you know. Yeah, so I went and um, that was October of last year and I mm-hmm. haven't been back to work since. But the universe just keeps providing for me because I just keep knowing it. I got down to like a really low amount of dollars and then surprise, some high amount of dollars came from out of nowhere and I know it's the law of attraction and just... Oh. Yeah. And, and that's happened like three or four or five times and I'm just always going to be fine and I'm always feeling abundant. So I always am. I understand the law of attraction and I'm so lucky. The people that are around me are amazing, beautiful human beings. And I'm just, I'm the luckiest person and the luckier I believe I am, the luckier I keep getting. And that's an amazing mindset to have. And I'm, I'm sure you're learning a lot from the people that you're meeting along the way as well. And they will have you know, inspiring stories to share. There's always someone, there's always like five incredible humans that are around me. Like 
for example, in the permaculture farm I'm at now, there's this beautiful like goddess of a human. She's uh, from Chile and she's spent six months living in the Amazon jungle, four of which, four absolutely by herself. And she was like, I was naked and I covered myself in clay for sun, for sunscreen. And I ate from the earth. And she was telling us about this one day that, you know, there's no, she's no connection to, to no phone, no whatever. And there was an earthquake, but she was like, the earth was talking to me and all of the animals were coming out the day before and just moving. And I thought, that's strange. Why are all the animals moving? And the birds were moving in the strangest way. And she's like, you could, their song was different. And she was communicating with animals all the time. And then um, she said, I'm sleeping at three or four in the morning and the earth is like trembling, talking to me. She didn't even know there was an earthquake. She just thought she was having a conversation wow. with, the, with, with, with Gaia. Just there's so many inspiring, like everyone is a teacher. Like I said, everyone's got an inspiring journey. Every single human, even the people that are like, no, I'm super boring. You're inspiring to someone. You know? And that's what it goes back to how you have to find inspiration in every little thing you do so it's like you have that mindset of like you know what everyone is here to teach me a lesson so that sort of helps as well well and i don't think it's that you have to i think it's that like find it naturally and gracefully and i love the word inspire what it literally translates to is breathe life into so we're inspired every time we take a breath like respire uh aspire like every time we breathe in there's another opportunity to live and, and to, to have a newness and to be i don't want to say inspired to, to be filled with gratitude to know beautiful there's yeah. more so before we wrap this up um i like to end it with three questions so the sure. first one would be if you're okay to share of course um share me one truth about you that only you know okay a lot of times I pretend that my thoughts will be broadcasted in a stadium in front of uh, in people I think are important or that I love the most. And if I feel like, oh my God, I don't want them to know that, then change change the way I'm thinking because thoughts create reality. And if I would be embarrassed or, or if it wasn't truthful or if it was something that I don't really want to be aligned with, like judgment or harshness, then it, it basically... I can change the way I think by pretending that my thoughts are being broadcasted in front of a whole bunch of people. And again, it made me think of the observer effect. Like we are sometimes, you know, when the boss is around, we act differently, mm-hmm. we work harder, we are our best selves. I pretend like, why isn't the boss my best self? And why aren't I observing myself to be my best self as often as possible? Well, amazing. Thank you for answering that. Um, second question is, what does it mean to you to live a conscious lifestyle? Oh, compassion as much as possible. Like, like if I can empathize with someone so much where I can say, well, they left their dirty dishes in the sink because they just didn't, don't think the same way. And they weren't, we weren't considering this to the same degree as you were. And like, why not just wash it for them instead of bitch about it or or harbor ill will about it? Or like, why don't I just do the best thing that I can possibly do in this moment? And conscious lifestyle to me means like if every act is an act of self-definition, and there's only this moment right now. Like you cannot live in the past and you cannot live in the future. There's only now. And if in any moment we might die, might any moment might be yeah, our last, true, yeah. then why don't I make my last self-defining act be my best one? You know, like love as much as possible, give as much as possible, forgive as much as possible, share as much as possible. 
to be the best version of yourself in the present yeah, moment, right. really. Yeah. 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 I bitch a lot, but <laughs> as long as, as as long as I don't live there and I just try to get over it as fast as possible, I'm happy, you know? I mean, the key is awareness. As long as you're aware of it, then you can just change it straight away to a different mindset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the final question it would be, what kind of impact would you like to leave on the world? I love the thought, kind of stemming from the last question, like you don't need to be right. You need to be happy. And when we all so powerful, like, yeah. Like like if we were it could all read each other's minds at all times. Like there's no more deceit. There's no more there's no more, you know, conspiring. There's just like, okay, well they're feeling this way. Oh, I can help them. How can I help people be better? How can I help myself be better? And really understanding that there's only one of us. Like we're at one body with sixty trillion cells. There's still individual tri trillions of cells, but it's still for the one whole. So I guess yeah. the impact I want to leave on the world is like, let's raise the love vibration of the planet because then we all evolve and we're only as strong as our weakest link. Help everyone and each one reach one and we'll evolve. Amazing. You know? Thank you so much for sharing that. I learned a lot from you. And I'm sure that yeah. whoever they're listening to can learn a lot from you as well. Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted. Rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. Thanks so much for listening and I hope you're leaving feeling inspired to be your best authentic self.